Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we are discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. And, you know, we talk with folks from all walks of life on this show about their good news. And this is going to be part two because we talked with our season 15 Praise Factor Awards uh, new artist of the year. And now we're getting ready to talk with the artist of the year. So stay tuned. All right. It's Pastor Carrie Frazier, Artist of the Year for Season 15 of the Praise Factor Awards. And uh, so, so deserving. Uh, We had an amazing time this year. Um, And you did the finale. I mean, it was just an amazing time, I tell you. Um, How are you today? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. And every time I have an opportunity to come on this show, I am so incredibly honored. I just want to share good news. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You got good news too. I love it. Oh yes. yes. I love it. I love it. Um, in in case a lot of you don't know, Pastor Carrie is the pastor of Abundant Rain Empowerment Church and, uh, over in Decatur, well, in Atlanta, we're going to say Atlanta. (laughs) And, um, so, you know, you wear a lot of hats. I mean, to be a recording gospel artist and traveling and a pastor and a mama and a wife and oh my God, how do you do it all? You know, that's the beautiful thing about grace because it's only when people start naming the stuff that I'm like, whoa, I get tired hearing you say it. um, There's such a grace that God has given to me and I love what I do. So um, by his grace, I'm, I'm just doing it. I'm walking in it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I know that sometimes I would look at my schedule and go, how did I do all of that? <laughs> that is crazy right there. Am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's grace. grace. Yeah, it is. It is definitely God's grace. That's the only yeah. thing that would keep us moving and yeah. doing everything in excellence. And I love that about his grace. So talk about this year. Were you surprised? that you were artist of the year for season 15 of the praise factor i was so shocked (laughs) it it took me a second for to process it to even get up (laughs) i I think my husband jumped up and he was clapping but it took (laughs) me a while to to just i I, you know it it took a lot uh to process i was very surprised um by but i was very very honored very honored very i'm just I'm still blown away by it, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I know that, it, and like all of the other platforms, you know, uh, folks are voting for you, and, and it feels like a popularity contest, and it sort of is, but it's popular because of what you do, you know? It's not like, oh, I just love her so much, because people don't know you, know. but <laughs> they know your music, Yeah, you know? Yeah. They, they know what you do in ministry, and they know your music, they know your sound, and to me that would be the whole pleasure of oh my god they really love what i do you know yeah you know i think that uh becoming the artist of the year really meant a lot to me because for me it said that it was something that was more well-rounded 
you know, that it was more than just what I did on stage, right. you know, so mm -hmm. uh, I, I was so honored by that because I think that we really worked through having a ministry that really affected people beyond the stage, beyond the lights, you yes. know, just beyond the music. And so I, I felt like it reflected that. And so, you know, that was accomplished and we were so grateful to God that the hard work paid off. Absolutely. <laughs> hard work. Absolutely. And you know, it is hard work. Talk about that for a moment. Um, some people think I want to be a celebrity. I want to be a star. I want to be on stage. I want to be, you know, all of that. And they don't understand the work that goes into it. They think, oh, overnight, I'm going to be a success. Well, you started how long ago, Pastor Carey? Oh my God. If I tell you how long ago, you won't think I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a very, very long time ago. And I didn't even, I didn't even think that this would be the life. I kind of just evolved into this. Mm -hmm, if you mm -hmm. will. I started out with praise and worship at my church. And, and um, I think it was important for me because it was just an organic growth into this. You know, I didn't wake up one day and be like, I'm going to be a superstar. I started out with just my relationship with God, my worship to God. Mm -hmm. And then it began to affect people and in, and impact people. And that began, began to grow. So, you know, I felt like I kind of came here on a real organic journey, um, but it was work all along. But I think that because the foundation of it is my relationship with Jesus Christ, it, it makes it different for me. Yeah. Right. Because when everything settles, you know, we take the gown off and the lashes and That's everything. Right. It don't take much for my lashes to fall off. But <laughs> <laughs> when you take everything off, um, I just like to know that at the core of it, my relationship with Jesus Christ is solid. Yeah. And, and I'm working on that every day right so the hard work is the work of the industry mm. but the hard work is also the work that i put into my relationship with jesus christ and i think after a while people realize that beyond the stage it's an authentic relationship that you have with the that's Lord. right that's right and, and you know i think the i was listening to something this morning it was talking about the gen wires gen xers millennials and and i have two millennials and and now you got two 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 millennials. I, do, I don't. I don't. I don't know what what you don't know what they are, but you got two of them. Children that make me pray. So if you call <laughs> that millennials, then I have them. Whatever. But but they talk about how that generation that that we as baby boomers, traditionalists, the the older people, how we have to bring our authentic selves to everything we do in order for them to follow us into this journey of being a Christian. Yes. you know and and so they look for authenticity absolutely absolutely yeah. but, but you know the the thing is we should all be looking for authenticity yes you know and um you know being authentic can sometimes be scary it yeah. can sometimes be uncomfortable um because we live in a world that says they want us to be authentic but the yeah. moment you are authentic they're like no we want you to fit into this box right, right? right. so um you know but i believe that we have such an awesome responsibility as ambassadors of the kingdom of God to really show forth an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And you know what I believe about an authentic relationship is that it's not a perfect relationship that people think. I think it's, it's authentic because it's so real mm 
yeah. you know um i've been married a long time and i say we have the perfect marriage and so sometimes people think perfect like there's no perfect oh it's perfect it's had it, it has a good balance of joys and sorrows and it has a, a good balance of disappointments and failures and success yes. it, it has such a great balance of everything that makes life real mm -hmm. that is perfect for us mm -hmm. so we're not perfect people we're just perfect for each other exactly. and i think that's the same thing that happens in our relationship with jesus christ that the authenticity of our relationship is because you know, we have those moments where I feel like I'm really in love with God. And then we have those moments where things happen in my life and I'm be like, God, I don't want to talk to you today. <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> you know, and I, I think the, the perfect um, uh, person in the Bible would be David. Because you look at all the crazy stuff he did and God said, oh, but that's a man after my own heart because he was authentic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love that though. And you're right. We do have a responsibility to yes. be authentic and, yes. and especially to those behind us who yes. are looking, they're looking at us and going, well, what, who is this Jesus you're talking about? What has he done for you? Or what has he done yes. for me? So yes. it, it's, it's sort of an amazing responsibility at this time in our lives. I really believe that. Yes. So I came to your um, CD release. Um, gosh, I don't remember when it was early in the year. Um, July. Was it still cold? It was hot. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Georgia, so you don't know whether it was hot or cold. <laughs> but but it was the refreshing worship. And when I tell you, it was authentic. Thank you know, you. it was just authentic. I, I loved it. And, I, and you, we're, we're throwing around authentic because I don't even know what else to say. But the, the, the release of uh, the refreshing was absolutely beautiful. Talk about um, creating that experience because I think that in the long run, it is an experience. Yes. You, you know, I, I just like to say this really, really quick story. When I, was, when I was a young girl growing up, I would watch boxing with my father. And I tell people I didn't like boxing. I just loved my father. So right. I just loved watching it with him. But one of the things that would really, really confuse me as a child is how they would hold up the hands of a champion. And, you know, his eyes are swollen shut. He looks like he's bruised, broken bones, and probably has to go right from the ring to the hospital. And I would say this, this, this is the winner. You know, like I couldn't understand that concept, but you fast forward to many years later and you go through some tests and trials and some battles of life. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing that God said to me was just because you won doesn't mean you weren't wounded. Mm. And I say that to people because we have so many people that are claiming I'm victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. And it's true but you're wounded. Yeah. And, and yeah. the truth is sometimes you have to take the champion to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so when the Lord started to speak to me about the refreshing, it is because so many people had gone through so many things, especially in the last few years. Yeah. Yes, we are overcomers. We can say I'm still here by the grace of God. And that's, that's great. But sometimes we need to just pause for a moment and allow God to refresh our souls. Yes, yes. Sometimes yes. we need to pause for a moment and allow the presence of God, you know, to, to just envelope us and, and bring the healing um, that we need. And so when I, when I wrote that song, it's because I needed it. <laughs> Listen, I'm so glad people are blessed by my music, but, but first yeah. it meant to me, yeah. Yeah. I needed it so desperately. 
-hmm. you know, um, during the pandemic, you know, all of us experienced some kind of loss, but I do remember having um, a loss in my family. And I'm telling you every day, the pain was so great. And one day I got into a worship service and Carrie began to worship like Carrie knows mm -hmm. how to worship. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting into a space where the grief just lifted. Mm. And I know that something happens if we can just get into the presence of the Lord, if we can just worship him with reckless abandon, yeah. uh, you know, just there is a healing balm that takes place. And that's what the refreshing is. It's, it's kind of like that moment where you've been so tired and you just get to sit for a moment yes. and breathe. Yeah. You know? And yeah. when you have a relationship with God, um, you get to a place where you're, you're so intimate with him, words aren't even necessary. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how some of us think that we can only worship at church. Oh, my and then we're not free to worship at church because we're worried about who's looking at us. And so, you know, uh, these are those times when you know, church needs to be in your heart wherever you are, at your house, in your closet, in the bathroom, in the car, wherever you are. And you need that refreshing because not only in the last two years, but in life in general, yes. when things are happening, we we brush it off and we move on to the next thing. We never heal. We just yes. brush it off and keep going. And so after a while, that volcano is going to explode, <laughs> that, you know? That so is you, you need that refreshing like every day. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, the thing is, it's um, if you if you think about something like stress, um, when we are in high stress environments, like you yeah. said, we go through stuff, we go to the next thing, we're hurt here, we go to the next thing, but your body yeah. has a way yeah. of letting you know that while you might have thought you forgot about it, this body did not, right? And so, you know. We, we see that in our lives. And so imagine our souls, imagine yeah. our spirits, imagine yeah. the things that we have endured when we don't go into that place to truly get the healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, you know, you know, I'm praying that somebody that's watching this, I know they might have been like, well, we came to hear about Pastor Carrie and awards. But let me tell you, Pastor Carrie is who she is, period. <laughs> and I just pray that somebody that's listening today will just pause for a moment. Yes. The Bible says that God rested and was refreshed. Mm -hmm. And if God had to do that, we have to come into his presence and get that refreshing, get that healing. Don't just brush it off and go to the next thing, like truly get healed mm -hmm. so you can minister from a place of victory. Yeah, that is, is so true. And it's so true. And we have we need to be reminded and sometimes remind ourselves yeah. every day every day every day and and don't be afraid to look inside yourself yes if if you're having an issue or if you're reacting to something because sometimes you'll see somebody react to something you're like why did that person react that way yes. and of course they probably never asked themselves well why did i react that way yes. Why, yes. why did that hurt me like that or why did that affect me like that or whatever you wrote a book and a really good book on rejection yes that is such a good book. And I know we ain't here to talk about, but <laughs> let me tell you, because rejection is a part of our lives. And if we don't learn how to deal with rejection, we just heap it on. We, we keep going. We keep going with it. And that, that was an amazing book. Small book. Don't take you long to read it. But it's an amazing book that will release you yeah. from that, that spirit of rejection. 
because it is a spirit. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I think a lot of times we are we are operating from that place and don't know it, right? Mm -hmm. We haven't mm -hmm. put our finger on the fact that it's rejection. And so we start to say, this is just me. This is how I am. Right. But, you know, one of the things about coming into the presence of the Lord, why I'm such an advocate for intimate worship, is that once we get into the presence of the Lord, the things that are not like him can't stay there. Yes. You know? And so as we as we press into that presence, um, those things that we think are just a part of me, that's just who I am. I just, you know, I'm quick tempered. Well, you know, mm -hmm. enough of his presence and, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff will start to just, you know, fade it away. It will fall off. Yeah. Oh, my God. When you get into the presence of the Lord, have an opportunity to come face to face with his majesty. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just. You know, you take me into worship. You do. We don't <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny thing, though. It's not funny, but my mother, every time that we come to your church or we're somewhere and it's worship, when we leave, she'll just say, I needed that. Oh. And it's always with you. And she'll say, I needed that. And I say, I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. We, we all do. We yes. all do. Yeah. But, yeah. but because sometimes we're in traditional ministries yeah. or whatever you may not get that moment yeah. to just have unadulterated time with the lord in his presence on your knees crying whatever you're doing yeah. and and enjoying him enjoying his presence and my mom always says i needed that i love her so i love yeah. her so at season yeah. 15 of the praise factor awards you know i i said this and i said it publicly i mean she blessed my heart so much um because my mother couldn't be here for the um the award show and every time i would get an award and i came you know i had to pass by her she would give me the best hug Aww. listen if she could bottle those hugs she'd be a millionaire and I'm telling you, <laughs> she gave me the best hug. And, and sometimes we don't even realize the impact that we have on people. Um, but she's truly a gem and, and one to be celebrated. You are tremendously blessed to have her uh, for a mom. Let me say that. Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, I, 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 can't, I can't leave this conversation without talking about the finale um, <laughs> it was amazing. Did you Thank enjoy you. that? It was like a big party. Did you enjoy yes. that? Pat? <laughs> it felt like a party. It did. Um, it did. It did. And it just, it just fell so in line with the theme um, for the Praise Factor Awards, uh, my winning season. And yeah. I just really thank God for, you know, Pastor T and her vision, her team, uh, just really seeing that you know at the end because i think it was just a moment that we do need to declare it's my season it's yes. my it's my breakthrough season you know we have what we say you know so when i say it's my season now you can fill in the blank <laughs> you can say my whatever season right you know? right our, our words are so creative. And so I think just having that moment where people were able to wave and yes. dance, and declare their season, it was just amazing. I, I loved it. I loved we it. We love the dancers too. Kudos. Yes. All nations. Those young people. They were amazing. <laughs> Judah expressions. They were so, so, so amazing. And um, God is so amazing. <laughs> you know, when his people get together and they praise him from different cultures, different nationalities. 
Yes. It's nothing like it. Wait till next year. We yes. got to treat it even bigger and better. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Pastor Carrie, tell everybody where they can find the, re uh, the refreshing worship experience. Oh my goodness. It's on all digital platforms. So you can definitely get that. Uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel because the video for the refreshing is there and it's been blessing people. <sighs> Oh my God, it is so amazing. And uh, connect with me, connect with me. I, I am Carrie Fraser and uh, let's just continue to encourage one another and yeah. be refreshed. Yes, I'm so yes, grateful. Yes, yes. We, we love you and I, I love, like I said, I always say, I remember when you came into our lives <laughs> into the Praise Factor family and uh, you are such a part of our family and we love you so much and we appreciate yeah what you bring uh with your worship experience thank you so much thank you thank you thank you for all that you do i love myself some pastor carrie now to be a guest on the show you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or good news at thepgnetwork.org watch the show via pgn tv on all your digital streaming apps or visit pgntv.org. We'll see you next time for some good news. Look, don't eat too much turkey. Have a great time. <laughs>